0: What's up, family? Welcome back to the show. One of my pet peeves is if you can look up something, but you ask how to do it. And I've been guilty of this myself. I've had friends who are so competent in certain things that I think it makes no sense but to learn it from them directly. Instead of trying to figure it all out myself. And you should do this sometimes in life. And sure, one of your close friends may step in. And they might do that often. But it's not sustainable, is it? If you need something done, you got to do it yourself at the end of the day. And to build a dependency on someone else to hand you the answer weakens you. And even still... Only your closest friends will dedicate their time to do that. But for how long? How long can they realistically step in for something that you should try and answer yourself? Or figure out yourself? We used to have this funny meme with uh, Bart Simpson writing on the board. It said, I will use Google before asking dumb questions. And yes, I know there's no such thing as dumb questions. But you become dumb by asking too many that you can probably figure out yourself. Trying to figure out questions yourself and answer them yourselves builds your basic research skills. And I think research is a skill hidden underneath the surface, and it's not discussed enough. At a certain point in your life, if you live life seriously, you will come across problems that take deep commitment to try and solve. And the first step to solve any problem is to understand the landscape that it all sits in. And that starts with research. Not only is it a fundamental beginning step to finding solutions, it also is the foundation by which your transformation begins. The actual mode of researching and purveying the landscape is what makes the subject your domain. It's what makes you a subject matter expert. It's what allows you to see the nuance, to be able to discern, to build preferences, And that's because the act of doing research causes the information to stick. The effort itself that is spent doing the research, proving and confirming, or disproving certain theories based off of what you find, builds your knowledge base. It sticks only if you do the search yourself. If you ask someone else to help you, you aren't paying the price enough to pay attention. It's your digging for the answer that plants its information deep into your psyche. And usually the barrier to the answer is just your effort. Especially nowadays where most answers are at your fingertips, there is no excuse for wondering something too long. Usually what holds people back from not knowing the answer at this point is simply the effort. Their effort put and held long enough and the thought long enough to follow it through with an action of actually looking it up. And then spending the few minutes it takes to learn something and make yourself aware about something. It's just that initial effort of holding it long enough. But people won't do that because there isn't an internal drive or a need to answer the question. That internal drive is curiosity. Curiosity. And sure, it may not be a subject matter that interests you, and it may be something that you've already discounted yourself and your identity from knowing. That's the problem most of the times, is that we've not deemed this subject matter something that's part of what we should know. Oh, I'm not good at computers. My friend is an expert, so let me just ask him. Oh, I'm not good at math. Let me just have someone else do it for me. And you can't be curious and learn about everything, right? So why not seek shortcuts and find the who to do it instead of figuring out the how? And I'm not telling you to go deep into every topic and learn every possible thing that comes to your mind. You'd never get anything done if you followed every random thought. And you wouldn't develop your strengths if you took on learning all the things that you aren't supposed to learn, that aren't really your inclinations, that you are not inclined to do. But for most people, it's not this optimization of curiosity that's the problem. It's not optimizing the curiosity and only using their strengths and developing their strengths and focusing on their strengths. Most people have not even in the least developed the basic quality of curiosity enough to learn more about the world that they're surrounded by it leaves them at a big disadvantage. It's not about optimizing curiosity for most people. We don't even have developed curiosity at all. Most people have low self-confidence in specific areas. And before even attempting to learn about it, they look outward helplessly for someone to rescue them. And then this compounds and disconnects them even more from being functional in that area. And makes them even more dependent on that person or something outside of themselves. All this cycle can be broken by applying a bit of curiosity and answer some of those basic questions for yourself and take on the responsibility for the basic tasks enough to have a foundational understanding. Even if you outsource it in the future, you will gain the understanding on how to manage the results in the future when you outsource it. You will know how much time it takes to do something. What are the parameters of a project? You won't be taken advantage of when you manage a coder if you know a bit of code. When you manage a designer if you understand a bit of the creative process. Even your accountant should be the second count. You should have enough knowledge to know the financials of your life, of your business. Enough to be able to guide them. And with that understanding, you can let them lead. But now, instead, with some degree of comfort, that the work is being performed adequately. And because it is validated by your fundamental knowledge, you can have that comfort. Everything in the world has changed at such a rapid speed, at a rapid pace, that the pivotal requirement to not getting left behind is keeping up with the times. Obviously, right? How do you not get left behind? You keep up with the times. And you will be left behind. And to not end up like our parents who barely can use the technology today, who can barely pick up a phone and know exactly what to do with it, or a computer and be completely well-versed in troubleshooting it, for example. To not be disconnected from the evolution because we were stuck in the technology of our times you must bring a degree of curiosity on a daily basis. It is up to you to keep a pulse with the times or you will be left behind. And again, even if it's not in your domain, approaching a vast boundary of subjects builds the skill of curiosity for the future when it is required in the development of your chosen expertise. So even if it's Being exercised in things that are not your domain, you're building the skill of curiosity. And when you aim at something, you naturally leave parts undiscovered and other parts more developed. That's how we manage the complexity of the world. We can only see what we aim at. So I'm not proposing to build expertise in each domain, but the set aims to be at least competent in the basics of categories that can leave you vulnerable. Even simple things like how your car works in case you break down or have a flat tire. Just being curious about things before you need them leaves you less vulnerable to chaos. And you also, again, gain a lot by exercising this curiosity, even in areas that aren't going to matter in some grand way. Even if you always drive a new car and you're never going to break down. That muscle of curiosity gets built and will be foundational for helping you solve problems that others won't solve because of how deep you're willing to go to answer questions below the surface. But most of us don't even have surface knowledge on basic categories. How much do you actually know about all the things you use on a daily basis? Do you know all the options on your phone? All the things your computer does? The intricacies of apps and how to use each feature? Most of us default to casual consumers and don't use all the features and most things because we think it's not made for us. It's made for the creators, and we discount ourselves from having to know it. We have to narrow the depths of our ignorance. We have to learn the other side. We have to have curiosity in every realm. We have to know enough about the other side of the argument to counterbalance ours. Your curiosity will determine how in touch with reality you are. How humble you are to recognize that another perspective exists that is just as valid. To even discover that perspective or the lack of it could let your ego take its place and further constrict you by constantly seeking confirmation for your bias. What you initially made up your mind on. If you can't name the other ideas strongest argument you haven't critically thought through the issue if you can't name your side's weakest argument you haven't critically thought through the issue curiosity helps you push through all those emotions that come up when you are exposed to the other side you sincerely want to learn what the other side has to offer so you can have a more sophisticated opinion. Curiosity welcomes the other side. It keeps you young. My mother invites correcting her grammar and sentence structure. She isn't offended when corrected. She's a sponge and constantly wants to learn how things are working and how they work. She listens so intently when I tell her probably too many details about how certain things work in her phone and why they work the way that they do. Or literally anything on so many different topics where she brings a childlike quality of a fresh mind. As children, we hadn't developed our presumptions about things. The reason we learned so fast, aside from the neuroplasticity in our developing brain, was because we approached everything with fresh eyes and a fresh mind. We were super creative because an object and its functionality was only limited by our imagination. It didn't even have the bounds of physics. A boat could fly. A motorcycle could skip across the water. Pencils were mustaches. We were curious about the world. Our stance was keen openness to experience. That wide-eyed view of the world let a lot in. It gave us a direct feed of stimuli to process. We were super fascinated by the way things felt, smelled, tasted, and sounded. When something surprised us or redirected us, with our shock came joy. We welcomed new information and direction. Everything was an exciting adventure. We lose a lot of that as we grow up. And for good reason, because we need to build functioning maps of the world to operate in. Being completely open is a vulnerability. But those very maps that aid us also keep us from seeing what more is out there. The world is full of complexity and we need a part of this to stay with us. Our maps are low resolution and need active exploration to add detail. But we lose this excitement of discovery. We start to look at new information as a threat or a hassle. And that stunted exploration now poses a greater threat To our survival. Because it leaves us vulnerable to the growing complexities of the world. Most of us begin our decay the minute we start hardening up in what we know. Because we trade it off for what else is there possibly to know. We don't take being corrected in good spirits. Our ego gets in the way. We harden up. If we were going through life with eternal curiosity, you would invite people to lend you their vocabulary, help you express yourself better, help push you to evolve your thought process. Evolution happens under requirement when it is required to happen. It happens by having pressure from the inside bubble to melt away the outer layers as a means to improve survivability to the changing environment. New information and new environments are always threats to us. And curiosity builds the shield, the protection that keeps us from becoming extinct. Instead of accepting your fate and going extinct, curiosity allows us to begin the steps to noticing and learning from what is around us to figure out what it is that we need to develop to survive. It tunes your intelligence. It's how you realize genius. Einstein said, I have no special talents. I'm only passionately curious. What keeps you going deeper into the realm of mastery is the constant seeking of discovery. It takes a lot of time to be a master at something, to become an expert. The thing that helps you sustain through the roller coaster of attainment Is a childlike desire that survives all emotional turmoil. That being the drive to constantly peel back the onion, to unearth deeper layers to answer questions to a puzzle. The one that sticks with the problem long enough is the one who tends to solve it, the one who solves the puzzle. And problem solving skills are the greatest asset to any venture in life or in business. It turns any obstacle into an adventure. Every constraint into an escape-the-room game. Nurture your curiosity. Couple questions. What areas are you vulnerable in? Are you not mechanically inclined, not computer savvy? You're weak at math? Take one of these and try to lift your base-level knowledge so you are less vulnerable. What opinion and perspectives can you challenge with childlike curiosity for the other side? Pick one of these and find a hole in your argument and confirmation in someone else's opinion who you initially disagreed with. How can you nurture your curiosity in your respective domain to inch towards mastery? Follow trails, rabbit holes, Research to create new connections that defy conventional understanding and generally accepted norms. Use your curiosity to question the source and find your own answers. I love you all. See you on the next one.